Listeners, I am George Stewart along with Sam Goley. And tonight it's just G and G, I'm afraid, as our third G, Grandma Mally, I think has to make dinner for his family or something. Am I correct there, Sam? I'm not not hundred percent sure, but had some other like running conflict. a 5K or something like that. Yeah, something important. Something important. So before we get started, as always, I want to thank the anchor app for allowing you and I, I guess, tonight to get together and talk sports. We do have a lot on our agenda today. We have some MLB news and you're taking over the hot take tonight. Yes, I am. We have some PJ tour news, lots to go into about the PJ tour this week. Our listeners mail, um, which I hope was not as last minute as last week's or two weeks ago. No, 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 no. And our lists of the week. And then of, as always, ending with our book of the week. So before we get started, Sam, why don't you let us know who is our sponsor for this week? Yes, thank you, George. As always, no, not as always, it's a new sponsor again. The After Dark Podcast was brought to you by Rancho Loco Mexican Grill and Bar, Cannon Falls, Minnesota. Experience the authentic flavors of Mexico. Here at Rancho Loco, we have a wide variety of options to choose from that will guarantee you wanting to come back for more. We strive to provide provide an outstanding experience, making everything fresh every day and giving our best service to everyone who walks through our doors to make you feel like at home. Rancho Loco Mexican Grill and Bar, Cannon Falls. It is delicious, George, let me tell you. Yeah, I'm I'm excited as um, we can kind of shift into our first segment that I didn't mention in our kind of broad spectrum of things we're going to talk about tonight is that we're going to be making a trip pretty soon up to that area, and maybe we'll have to well, stop by down. and check out it's... this Mexican area. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm um, glad you brought it up. We had a, I, I thought, a brief opportunity today to become the announcers for the feared Cannon Falls Bears down there. They got a couple mm-hmm. games coming up they were looking for announcers for. If you get this kicked out, maybe they'd consider us for their Friday or maybe even their Sunday game. I there, George. It'd be a good time as well because, you know, Wednesday we had to deny them um, tonight because the fact that we are recording the podcast Wednesday has kind of become our regular time. It's a good time because with the PGA Tour coming back and all, we're able to do predictions the day before and dive into the PGA Tour action for the weekend. So I think it's kind of become a good time to do things, don't you think, Sam? Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, we'll reach up. You know, you run through this lineup, George. And I mean, who? I mean, just so many people to love. Jared Woodward. I mean, people fear him. I mean, that's a name that rings bell. Rich Bird, number five, and then their big unit, Aaron Stein, six four three fifty. I mean, that's a monster. Yeah, he's been yeah, playing pretty well too. Am I right? Right, and then I think we could bring a lot to him too. Like I was checking the score of the game, and you know they don't even have a score update. I think that'd be, you know, probably step one is I'd want to have a score update on their social media so that the yeah you know can fall sure. Bears Nation could be updated on what's going on. So. Let me ask you this. You you didn't really explain it to me that much today when we were talking about it, but is it more of like um, a PA announcer during the game for the fans that are there, or is it more like a radio type of announcing thing? Because if it was a radio, I think it's it would fit us it's very well. It's a PA deal, but mix in, you know, sort of some dynamic deal. Maybe you could do like the, 
color commentary, you know, between the innings, you can do the sponsor and stuff like that. Now you kind of take over calling the balls and strikes and stuff like that, doing the lineups. I, th- I think we could make two people work there, George. I, I, I'm, I'm liking this, Sam. I'm liking this. I think this is something to add to our uh, portfolio for After Dark that we're open to helping out with the uh, local sports games, whether it's baseball or any other sports going on this summer. Right. We'll make sure out. Speaking of uh, expanding our portfolio, we had another incident that involved you where you were on the Fox Sports North um, tel- t- on Fox Sports North, the television show, and you want to explain what was going on there? Yeah, so we taped it about a month ago. I was really fortunate to be able to be a part of that. They wanted to do a college trivia challenge because, you know, obviously Fox Sports North isn't showing Twins games or stuff anymore, so they're kind of hurting. So I went up against one of their guys and, you know, fortunately was able to pull out a win against, you know, the rival St. John's. I mean, that's a definitely a feather in my cap for the rest of my life. Online 10-question yeah. trivia challenge. That's a, That was a solid win there, George. At least I think so. I agree. Even though I am a big Johnny's fan when it comes to that rivalry, I was proud of you as my, as my friend getting the job done. I didn't expect anything less. Um, I've heard rumors of a, a potential rematch as the, the Johnnies aren't um, happy with just the one the one matchup. They want another one. They don't want to lose. Right. You know, they, they took it really hard. I don't know how much I can say about a rematch, but yeah. it'd be something that I wouldn't be surprised, you know, comes down the pipe. Do you think they would maybe switch up the um, the player they had re- representing St. John's? I mean, I heard he had a, um, maybe some inside help that is currently going under investigation with his phone consistently going off during the during the podcast. Or what? The, I don't want to the broadcast on an ongoing investigation, but I, if I were them, I would switch him out. I mean, I, I think <laughs> yeah, you know, there's 200 people on their team. They got to find some guy that's got to be their trivia guy. Yeah, I mean. It's it's pretty cool that, you know, UST goes out of their way to, when they recruit football players to get a well-rounded type of person. And they knew going into it that they'd have a guy like you who's pretty good knowledge and um, common trivia, and especially trivia of the UST-St. John's rivalry. And, you know, as um, A.J. Reed said it best, great school, great athletes, great academics, school of excellence, St. Thomas. Exactly. Exactly. So with that, Sam – it's your first, and I don't know, maybe more to come of your first hot take of the week. So why don't we dive into what you got first this week? I know it's going to be nice and juicy. So earlier this week, and it kind of got drowned up by the other baseball news, but Miguel Sano was accused of kidnapping somebody in the Dominican Republic. And then Miguel Sano reverse accused the guy that accused him of kidnapping of blackmailing him. And so I think that Miguel Sano did not kidnap the guy. That is my hot take. Wow. And I, I don't have really anything to substantiate that, but I have a gut feeling on this one. Because if you're Miguel Sano, why are you trying to kidnap anybody? He's got more money than probably most people he comes across on the island. I'd say, in fact, all. There's just no reason for him to kidnap anybody. I tell you, um, Miguel Sano has been in the the news for the wrong reasons for the last couple of years with the whole, you know, started off, was made the all-star game a couple years back and was looking very promising and kind of the next Minnesota stud after Joe Maurer's kind of on his way out. Maybe this was going to be the guy. And then the whole weight gang thing occurred, went back down to the minors and 
had the issue of either he hits home runs right. or he strikes out. His strikeout rate is just awful. And to be honest with you, he was maybe I don't I wouldn't even say he, it was hard to argue that he was a top ten player in the Twins last season. I mean, he did hit thirty four home runs. I would say well, he was definitely a top ten player. But well, I think that if, let me if say I was this, the Twins. Well, let me say this. I mean, if you get into the fact that in no particular order, you have Nelson Cruz, Max Kepler, um, Ed Rosario, and um, Arias, who is one of the best hitters in the easy, – easiest one. Of, he had one of the best on-base percentages in the major right. league. Um, and I'm almost a five, and I still haven't even done the pitchers yet. So, and we had three pretty solid pitchers last year. I would I mean, I'd barely put him in maybe that top 10 list for a team last but year. I think he had more, he had more clutch moments than Arias. I mean, you think about that Atlanta Braves game when, when they needed a pinch hitter to come in and win the game, they weren't going to anyone else, but you know, Nell or uh, Miguel Sano. You got a point there. He is, he has been known to be very good in the clutch. Um, I mean, but I just – I don't really know what they're going to do with him this year. I mean, I know, I know we're kind of getting away from your, your hot take, but with Josh Donaldson now getting added to the team, I mean, then the thing's like, oh, let's put him at DH. But Nelson Cruz is at DH right now and has been doing terrific. Lighting it up. Lighting up. I think the game we went to last year, he hit like three home runs. So It was ridiculous. There's no real spot for him anymore. So it's, it's, it's really kind of sad that he was such on a high – pedestal to be so great and be kind of the next star for the twins and now has fallen so below that and now another scandal say, coming out i would say that he needs to maybe spend his off seasons away from the dominican republic because if you remember last year he cut his heel playing yes. basically their version of town team baseball yes and it caused him to miss some training so i think you know someone needs to pitch in and get him a house you know in edina or something i mean he needs to be yeah, locally based. he's on this probably the safest spot for him right now. Um, but yeah, it's it just he's been in the news for for the wrong reasons the past couple of years, and it's it's just it's kind of getting old in my opinion, and it it needs to change, um, or else he's going to find his way out of the Twins, and I don't know if they're going to be able to find a, a team for him. Um, it just came to my attention though that you know Snow does have first base um, experience, and that's probably where they would put him. Don't you think? I mean, we we didn't get. Either um, there or third base, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, Donaldson is what I'm. I'm trying to. It's kind right. of hard to argue. Um, but realizing that we please don't put him in the outfield. I mean, don't don't put him in the outfield. Yeah, I think Re- realizing that we didn't re-sign Crone. Crone is no longer on our team, so right. I think they got a good spot for him at first base. So hopefully he can make the most of our role. And I mean, with his he's gains a little bit of weight, and first base doesn't have you moving that much mobility wise. So maybe this is kind of the new position for him. Um, Right. If Joe Maurer can do it, I think Miguel can do it. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more MLB new, new stuff. It came out this week that the a league approved the 60-game, right? 60-game um, schedule yep. um, to start. It sounds around maybe mid-July with spring training starting July 1st. Um, that sounds right. I think it's interesting that they just don't go right into the season. I don't know what you think about that, but just because it's already so late. What do you – I mean, do you think it's smart that they have a little spring training to get the rust off of or yeah, just I mean, get into it right away? Well, well, let's say you go right into it. I mean, they're going to test people that go on their day one, and they're going to have the coronavirus. I mean, I think that's almost guaranteed. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. So that's why I think that they're not. I think it, the the spring training 2.0 is more just let's see who's got the coronavirus, let them isolate for you know the two weeks, and then they can come back and get you know a week or ten days of training before they're clear to go and going on the season. Yeah, and I'm hoping that there's no cases that come out from the MLB. I, I'm I'm. I still can't fathom which this is going to go into like a little miniature hot take that I have um, for the episode that Ooh, a mini I, hot take, mini hot take. Well, I guess I'll just get off my chest for now that. Well, actually, it's it's not really a hot take. It's more of a question I have for you. And I kind of want to hear your feedback on it. OK, that which sport that, you, you know, MLB now is getting back. It found out this week and then NBA has been in works for the last couple weeks here. Which one of those sports do you think is going to have more issues with the coronavirus? Because NBA is self-isolating in, in Orlando. They're controlling the teams and everything. Whereas MLB, sounds like they're still going to be traveling around the, the U.S. and Canada and um, playing like – so that's my question for you. What do you, what do you think? And then I'll kind of – I think I think it has to be the NBA because hockey – you know, I, I was thinking hockey at first because there's a lot of contact. But they also have – you know, face masks on as part of their sport. And, I mean, they're full of pads and all this other stuff. I think there's way less opportunity for kind of like basketball. I mean, these guys are in, you know, shorts and jerseys. I mean, they're sweating at each other, spitting at each other the whole time. I mean, we yeah. see with golf. We're, I mean, I don't want to jump into golf too quickly, but I'll just quickly mention this. But we're two weeks in, and they're already having problems. But we'll save that discussion for that time. Yeah, but, but my question back to you is, what do you think of the twin schedule? I mean, they play everyone in their division – 10 times, I think, and then everyone in the National League four times. I think that's a tough schedule. I mean, the division is Minnesota AL Central is always pretty a difficult division. Well, I um, think that's that's not what I guess I'm worried about, but, you know, the National League Central the- is a notoriously tough division. I mean, Cardinals, Cubs, Brewers, yeah. those are not teams anyone scoffs at. Oh, so you're getting at, you're getting at that it's tough that we have to play the National League. Yes. You're getting at that. Okay. And they yeah. get a DH. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's, I tell you, the the schedule, it's going to be interesting to see how everything works out just because it's only 60 games now and just how they're jamming packs so many games into everything. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the they got to play a hard uh, National League division there. And, I don't know, I guess you just kind of see what happens. I have no idea what's going to happen with the MLB. I have no idea how the teams are going to be because got to um, put in the fact that, Teams are going to be losing players. There's, It's no doubt that guys are going to be getting coronavirus. And, you know, so we don't know which teams are going to be at full health and which are not. So you have to put that factor into it. So right. you don't – I don't know. I mean, as of right now, I'm kind of just going with the flow and just happy that baseball's back. Um, so I, can, I don't really want to get too deep into that argument about which – why our schedule is going to be harder than the others because we really don't know if each team's going to have a full roster by what That's number we play point. them. You, right. you know what I mean? So, but to go back to the the NBA MLB thing, I actually was arguing with this with someone, one of my coworkers today, that the NBA is. I have no idea why they're even trying to do this because, like you said, it's all they're wearing is like jerseys and they're sweating. They're all over each other. It's a contact sport. They're going to be making contact with each other with no protective gear like hockey or even football. That's trying to come back. And football is even having issues with the college football. Um, all those camps getting we're shut a long down. way away from that season though. We are, we are, and we'll we we'll figure out the the tweaks and whatever with that. But I just I think the NBA is gonna. I mean, 
I'll say one pro is that they're isolating in Orlando, so that maybe will help the outbreak because guys won't be going out and in from to out to certain places as much like the MLB. But still, I I don't know. I, I'm I'm intrigued to see that what, what the NBA happens because it is such a contact sport and they don't have protective gear like you said with hockey. So I, that's I wanted to bring that up because and there's no such thing as a perfect bubble. I don't think. I mean, all it takes no. is one food service guy to sneak out and see his family for a little bit for it to be, you know, a non-broken bubble. So, I mean, if you get one person and then go play an NBA basketball game, I mean, it's going to spread like wildfire. Yeah, and to be completely honest, that's going to happen. There's going to be people that, like, and even NBA players, they're going to try to break the rules and try to get out. They're going to get – you mean to tell me that those guys who are so used to going and playing a game, having a decent game even, and going out and partying till 1, 2 a.m. after it aren't going to get sick of being in this bubble? There's no way. Well, I there's think no way that there's almost an advantage now for the. We talk about best fans in sports, the Utah Jazz. I mean, most of their players, I feel like, have already yeah. had it. So, I mean, that's. I think you're looking at an NBA champion favor right there. I I would not disagree with you there. I mean, we'll have to once the NBA season gets going, we'll have to break down who our ultimate favorites are going back into the season because it's so weird now that we're regrouping. Um, but one thing I want to mention about the NBA is to prevent guys from trying to leave and get sick of um, the bubble that they're going to be in. I really think that the big time players need to step up and be like, Hey, to save our sport for the year, we need to do the, all that we can No trying to sneak out or doing any funny business. Let's grind this season out, finish it out just for the fans. Like someone like LeBron James or uh, Kevin Durant. I, I mean, I, I don't know about Kevin Durant. I mean, but he's already had it. He's already he's, had it. Yeah. Um, or just some, you know, the big time players, just guys stepping up and being like, hey, you know, LeBron would be huge if he would step in the, into the players, speak to them all and be like, hey, let's let's do this for the fans. Let's not do any funny business. We, it'll go quicker than you think and blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of my thought on that. And um, kind of speaking of the coronavirus stuff, we can kind of dive into some PGA stuff. Um, came out today that Kepka and Simpson have withdrawn from the Travis Championship, citing both worries and issues with coronavirus. Kepka's caddy um, getting the coronavirus, so just to be safe precautions. So respect to Kepka for that. For um, it's a good move the for the PR. Of, exactly having. Um, having the best interest of the PGA tour players at heart, but Simpson, I, I didn't really understand his reasoning. I think he's just kind of frightened to get it. I didn't see, did, did it look like there were any um, issues with him or the caddy or his people in his group that were with coronavirus? I didn't really see anything. It was just, it was he was just, just his caddy that got it. But then like okay. even Brooks's um, brother who qualified, you know, as a Monday qualifier, he also pulled out mm-hmm. of the event just because I guess he was around Brooks. And so that to me seems like, well, if Brooks' caddy has it, so Brooks has to drop out. But then Brooks' brother, because he was around Brooks, dropped out. The other guy has to also drop out. I mean, it seemed like there wasn't a firm protocol in place for who has to drop out. Um, Yeah. And it sounds like the PGA is going to be tightening that up in the next few weeks here, their process of how everything's going, because it's pretty, pretty lax still right now they need i mean i think they need to improve it a little bit more but you can argue and this is a little bit different um 
you could argue it's either a good or bad time for Webb Simpson to have withdrawn from a tournament because you could either say it's a good thing because he just won a tournament and could take a little break and won some dough, or a bad thing because he's been playing such good golf that he's got to take a break. That's what I would do. Maybe have a chance of winning this week. Well, Webb Simpson, again, we'll just brief, decisive win. I was very surprised the amount of birdies that happened. Over this yes. past week on Hilton Head Island, yes, that's I thought. I think it's a notoriously hard course designed by Pete Dye, and these guys are just ripping it up. Well, and I, I'm happy it's a course that's still on the PJ Tour because of the fact that long hitters aren't um, susceptible to the to the course because it's it, you can't outplay it, you can't um, outdrive it, or be long with it. You got to be short, and that's why I like that course because a lot of the short hitters. End up winning there. Webb Simpson, not a long hitter whatsoever. Right. Matt Kuchar's played there. He's not a long hitter. Kevin Kisner, not a long hitter. They've all won there. And it's always, that's why it's always a fun tournament to watch. And normally it happens after the Masters tournament where you see guys that are just tired from a week's long major prep and decide to come and just kind of just the grinders on the PGA Tour that come there. So it's really fun that, to see. That's a good point. Maybe that's why I was so surprised because I feel like that's not a tournament where you see guys shooting. Minus 20. Yeah. But I like your point where it is also usually after the Masters. So probably the best mm-hmm. guys that you saw the week before aren't playing in it. Exactly. So, and and it was, yeah, and it was exciting to see pretty much a handful of the top 10 players in the world be there, which normally doesn't happen. It's normally where those guys take the tournament off and it's normally the grinders on the PGA Tour that decide to play it and ultimately win it. So, yeah, and Webb played terrific the whole week. He um he putted really well. There were a couple holes I remember watching. He made some pretty terrific putts. Um, some pretty good stuff there. Um, what anything else you saw from the tournament this week? Um, Daniel I mean, Berger, I guess you could he's say, hot. I mean, another top five finish. Yep, I, mean, I would watch out a, for Daniel Berger. He's hungry. I mean, he is a. I mean, I don't, I don't know where this is coming from. I think he's a featured group tomorrow. Um. But, yeah, I mean, he's just killing. I mean, you watch him and you're like, how is this guy, you know, not more successful? But, you know, it could be he's just on a hot streak for his last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. He um he shot 63 on Thursday – or on, excuse me, Saturday um, to get kind of back in the hunt of things and then finish with 65. He's definitely played as well – played well in the weekend after kind of sh- – not struggling but not playing the best he could uh, Thursday, Friday. Um, but yeah, I would definitely take notice of Daniel Berger. He is legit. We thought that was a fluke win last week saying, you know, that he normally plays well in the second week of June. No fluke. He is, he's here to play. And, you know, he's making a statement that he deserves to be in that Ryder Cup team too, Sam. Yeah, that's an important team. Uh, I think he, you think that's a a goal that these guys have during the year is like, man, I need to put on some clutch putting performances to get included on the Ryder Cup. Or do you think that's like in the back of their mind? 100%. 100%. I think the guys that legitimately have a chance every every year in the PGA Tour are totally have the Ryder Cup in the back of their mind and trying to have good finishes and either qualify on their own or look good for, for captain pick type of thing. Right. Um, I totally think that's in the back of their mind. And it excites me because, you know, when the uh, CBS announcers start talking about the PGA Tour <clears throat> or start talking about the Ryder Cup and just – that's my favorite event of the year. And it's fun that these guys take it so seriously. And I hope it ends up happening this year. Um, so, so 
this week is the Travelers Championship. Do you want to go through and do our favorites, Dark Horse, and our guy that's going to crap the bed, even though we kind of already have our resounding answer? Maybe it's switch up. I don't know did miss you, the cut. But... I mean, let's just review that. I mean, we all consensus said it. Pretty good pick from all of us. And, I mean, he was not – I mean, I think he was two strokes away from the cut line. He who shall not be named, Mr. Matthew Wolf. Mm-hmm. And I would say mine wasn't terrible. Bryson Shambo, uh, top ten uh, finish. He finished tied for eighth. Um, what? Who did Graham pick? I don't even he know. Ke- he picked Kevin Kisner. Who I, th- I think been, made. Oh, he. Yeah, he normally would have been a good he pick. Cut. I think he, he struggled. Got Barely got cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Jordan Speed played well the first two days, and then I think kind of fell back a little bit on the weekend. Yeah, the, he's for you. Know, he shot four over on Saturday, which yeah. kind of killed him. Yeah, he shot. Uh, yep, and then he finished tied for sixty eighth. So, um, Kevin Kisner actually got cut. So not That's a good what, pick yeah. for for Graham. It's tough. Um, pick. Yeah, Graham needs to pay attention a little bit more to PGA Tour, not knowing that's going to be a pretty big part of our podcast. Yeah, we, we can trash him now. That he's not here. Sports. We can trash him now, but now when he, yeah. Exactly. Well, um, Sam, you want to start off by saying who you like this week? You know, I had this will be a, a similar type pick where you haven't heard a lot about him yet, but I'm going to go with Rory McIlroy. I think he's due. Is he still the world number one? Because he needs to start playing. Like he that. is. He is. He actually played pretty well this week. Struggled on Sunday, but Friday, Saturday, he played really well. Right, but hey, you don't win tournaments on Friday and Saturday, George. You win them on Sunday. Exactly. And he needs to figure out to play better on Sunday. He definitely plays well back in tournament on Friday, which he normally has been known to just have terrible – be a terrible player on Fridays. He's always struggled at the Masters on Fridays. So it's nice to know that he's maybe figured that out. But that's a good pick, Sam. That's who I was – I was thinking about picking him, but it just – I feel like every time I pick him, he, pick him, he just doesn't perform well. So – my favorite for the week, I have Justin Thomas. Okay. Due to the fact JT. that he, JT, he went. I think he's the favorite this went, week. I mean, he's got some good odds. I think Rory, I was looking, has the best odds going into the tournament than with Bryson DeChambeau. Um, I just don't feel comfortable picking Bryson two weeks in a row. I think there's going to be some sort of jinx there. But JT, listen, as he shot 72, 66, 66, 63 last week. So he's moving in the right direction. Ended up finishing top eight, and I think he is even more due than Rory after last week's performance. So I have him as my favorite. Who do you have as your dark horse? My dark horse, they're doing this tournament in Connecticut, and so I'm going to go with Victor Hovland, the man from the north. Ooh, interesting pick. He's on my golf team for the year, so I would like it if he actually played really well. Um, I think his game is warming up. I mean, he's a younger guy. I think he just needs a couple weeks to tune it in, but I think he's due for a good performance this week. I mean, we all know I think he's probably going to be one of the best of our generation of golfers. And so I think he's due to sort of, you know, sneak up the leaderboard a little bit. I definitely agree with you that. He actually has 66 to 1 odds, so kind of right in the middle of the pack um, as I'm looking at the odds for this week. He's got pretty good odds to win this week. So Um, my dark horse is a guy that I was reading about could – tie for the most wins of this tournament 
Um, and that's Bubba Watson. Always seems to play well at this event. Um, it'd be his fourth victory at the Travelers Championship. So I'm going to pick him as my dark horse. He hasn't been like too relevant in the last couple of years in tournaments, but I think here he's going to do some stuff and find his way in the mix of the board and maybe in the hunt on Sunday. I don't know. Um, but with that, Sam, do you want to say who your crap the bed guy is going to be? Is it a switch up or do we got a similar? Oh, I, I think it's going to be. Uh, I don't. I don't think uh, Mr. Wolf is in the field this week. I think they may have told him he needs to take a week off. I'm just gonna. He is in the. Field. He is in the field. 100, 150 to one odds. Well, I'm going to so say he's actually on the odds sheet. Permanent too. ban on. I hope he always does well. But this week, Bryson DeChambeau. You know, you mentioned Bubba Watson's done well here. Bubba's a power hitter. Bryson DeChambeau is becoming a power hitter, but I think it's going to get to his head. I think he's going to hit some poor shots off the tee. I think he's going to be trying to go for distance which plays here. But, I mean, Bryson's got some pretty inaccurate shots that puts him in bad position. So I think he's just going to be too much foot on the gas, and he's going to let himself down. I think he's going to make the cut, but I think when it gets into the weekend, he's going to get into his own head. Interesting. Um, this one kind of – I'm going to go off the limb here in two and say one that, that's kind of bold. Um a guy that I just haven't liked his vibe the last couple weeks here playing is uh, is Dustin Johnson. He's not normally known to miss cuts, but I just actually I'm gonna switch that up. Oh, audible, that audible, I, I, audible, because he's so good at making cuts. I can't say that. I'm gonna go with Danny Lee. Danny Lee is a guy. He's on my team. I've been watching him very closely. He started off the week last week pretty well, and then just played terribly in the weekend, almost finished right. last. He tied for last almost on the on the weekend. I think he's going to miss the cut this week, not play well. Um, I had hopes for him going into the weekend, like I said, and just didn't really provide that. So I'm going to pick him as my as my favorite or to crap the bed. So um, with that, that is what we have for PJ Tour News tonight. Sam, you want to dive into our listeners' mail for the week? And I hope it's a good one. Uh, our listeners' mail is very poor, very poor listeners. Oh, really? Mail. This is this is my really worst. is this is this worse than week two of listeners' mail? You know, I'd like to think that I'm getting better every week, but uh, week two may have been a step backwards. I'll admit that. Uh, this one is going to be uh, again. No names here. There, there's no names. This is this one of those where we, there's, there's this no... This is a show where you can speak your mind. You can be anonymous and we'll help you with your problems. Right. This one's going to say, boyfriend problems. Oh. We've had already had some boyfriend problems. I think we've done a decent job yeah. helping people uh, out. I, I'm glad that girls think that they're able to just sort of write in. Yeah. We're pretty good dudes about boyfriend problems. All right. Let's hear it. Hey guys, long-time listeners of the show, but not really. I've only listened to you guys. Well, this will be my first time. So I like that this person has wrote in in anticipation of getting on the show. So they're listening. So we're going to reward that. Big ball. Anyway, I'm dating this guy, and he goes to a fraternity at the University of Minnesota. I'm kind of a fan of him, but I'm kind of not. More of one of those deals of convenience. Anyway, I was at a party talking to dudes. Is that okay? Or is it not? Because I found two guys that I think have good potential 
but I don't really know how to bring it to my boyfriend that he's just a dating. He's just a guy that I'm dating for the convenience. Thoughts, please help. Um. Okay. Do you want me to dive into this? Yeah, one dive first? into it. Yeah, you usually dive in. Okay. First. So I got a. Okay, I got a couple of thoughts here. So one, totally okay to talk to other guys. I mean, just don't be like overly touchy or um, right. Goofy. You know, we don't. Be don't be the. Here. We might be. <laughs> we can... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I like your line of thing. <laughs> okay. And don't be the first one to like ask for the phone number or Snapchat or something. Just play it cool. And like, if they ask, be nice about it, but maybe even like give them a little reminder that, Hey, like I do, I think you're really nice or whatever. Um, but I do have a boyfriend, blah, 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 because that's just a respectful thing to do. And if I was a guy who had a girlfriend like that, that's what I'd want her to do. Um, with the whole, um, other with her, the boyfriend, a little bit more on that. Um, I think she's definitely dating him for the. I don't know if I can say. Can I say clout on on the show? You can say um, clout. That's not a bad word. Okay, okay. I know I've had a history of saying some. Not Did I mention that the guy goes that... to the goes to a university in Minnesota? No, oh, I mean a random university's fraternity. Yeah, he's in a fraternity. Yes. Well, I don't care what school, but we're not going to mention the fraternity. Right. Okay. If it was mentioned, I don't. I don't know. But anyway, it's not listed. I here. think she's dating him. Okay, good. She she knew that we we're anonymous. Right. Um, I think that she um. What was he getting at? Now you distracted me. That she's kind of going for the, the clout with the whole fraternity thing. Um, he's probably in like a, a good one. I don't know if he is or not. I mean, if you're in a fraternity, it's a pretty big deal at the U of M because it's such a big school and you've made an impact yeah, on yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty – yeah, exactly. So I think she's kind of doing it for that to go to the date parties and free dinners and blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of my thought process there. And if she's not really in it for who he really is – if I was a dude, I'd just like her to end it and not lead me on any much longer. So that's my thought process there. Lead you on or just some guy in general? So if I was a guy who was in a fraternity and the girl was using me just for that privilege, then I'd like her to end it because I want someone who's actually into me, which kind of sounds like if she's perusing around with guys at party and was asking about if it's okay to talk to guys, she doesn't sound too into right. her current boyfriend, if you kind of agree with me on that. You know, here's kind of my thing is like, you don't dog the boys, but if they go to fraternity, I feel like, you know, there's some rules that you kind of have to waive in that situation, which I mean, I'm going to ask you to agree with me here, George. That's just kind of one of my thoughts. Um, the second one is, it sounds like this person's building options, you know what I mean? Trying to build an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, you know, it should be well planned. I don't fault her for what she's doing. I mean, if she's not in it, there's nothing wrong with not ending it right away. Sounds like mm-hmm. she just got a good exit plan going. So I just kind of encourage her to keep working towards that. I, she sounds like she, whoever these people were, she's at a party is maybe a backup plan for when the, the fire gets burdened with the, with the breakup. Right. Actually and I mean, you know, we're so. full of clout, George. So I think we can kind of understand where the, maybe the boyfriend, <laughs> this situation, you know, yeah. so, sort of similar scenarios that we come across in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I think, we, I don't think we, there's anything wrong try. with the backup plan. Yeah. But if you're we, looking, we try to be, we try to have the clout. We try. Well, not everyone can announce or have the potential to announce town team baseball like we can, George. I mean, that's just not a skill set no. that everybody has. No, not at all. Um, any anything else? For, did she write anything else? Is that kind of? I think we kind of touched on. I think we, uh, Sam. Not gonna lie to you, I don't think that was a very bad one. I think that one, we actually got to dive into and give like pretty good advice with. Um, a pretty simple one, but like, I think, I don't think it was very bad. I don't think you kind of hyped it up to be something that it really was. I'm, I'm trying to lower my expectations for listeners, Mel, because I think it's kind of a little bit too high. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, yeah, the it's other hard thing to come up with good stuff. Is we have had no feedback from the other people that we've given advice to, which either means they're not listening or it, it worked out so bad that they just don't want to even respond. So Yeah, I'm hoping it's not the latter of what you said because um if it stink of people were just come on the podcast and to get our attention and then just That's not even really use our For the stuff. Clout. You know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Way to the bring very full common circle. Theme, very common theme in this episode now is for the cloud. It sounds like, um, but yeah, it, I'm hoping that people are, if they're giving us advice, they're actually coming on and hear what we have to say. And, but I'm also hoping at the same time, it's not the latter where they're listening to our advice and then stuff's going AWOL now. Well, I think we just want feedback. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll try to work out to the people that did give names. We'll try to see if we can get some feedback. Yeah. yeah we I, can start I'm, maybe building that, that segment. Listeners mail feedback. Like a, you know, where are they now type situation, a, even though we're about yeah, two months out. Yeah, like a subtopic type of thing each week after listeners mail the new one. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, so with that, we're, we're going to move in then to um, our list. Sam, you want to introduce what our lists is for the week? So our list is the best – five, right, George? I we'll you do five, yeah. All right. There's only two of us, but we'll stick with five. The five best yep. Father's Day gifts. Best gifts to give your dad. Yep. Just kind of going with the theme. We we um we maybe should have done this last week, but we had just so much um, golf news and getting excited for golf and stuff. So we did kind of a, a we did a golf theme last week, didn't we? we were, yeah, we I were really excited that. last week. We were really excited. yeah. So kind of forgot about the whole Father's Day thing, but just kind of honor our dads, two great human beings, to uh, do some fun. They're both lists, so um, which I did not know. My dad told me that, and I pressure is on. Yeah. There. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> now you got me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, you want to start out with your number five? Uh, yeah, my number five is a coffee mug. I don't care if it's a Yeti or like a ceramic one with like best dad ever on it, or like one from a restaurant that he likes. But I'm just going with a coffee mug, something he can pick up early in the morning when he gets up, pour coffee in. And think of his son or his family or whoever got it for him. That's my number five. So, and let me ask you this. Is the coffee mug, like, made from the sun, like, designed? You know, like, you ever heard, like, the paint your plate thing in St. Paul? I don't know if it's still there. It used to be on Grand Avenue. We can go in and design certain potteries and stuff. Like, your own design cup or well, what, no. what happened? I'm, I'm thinking, like, just a, just a purchased good mug. For oh, like morning. a Yeti. You said Yeti. Well, it I'm could sorry, be a Yeti. But it just the idea is he goes and gets it. First thing, and he thinks of whoever got it for him. That, that's my number five. Okay, cool. Um, so my number five is going to be um, clothing of most um, most likely like a t-shirt or something that's funny. Ooh, that has a those are clever, good ones. That has, like a, that has like a clever dad joke on it. Like I found one that said uh, dad joke loading and had like the loading bar, which I thought was kind of funny. That's pretty so good. That's, yeah, and I thought about doing the mug thing, but I just found some other pretty good ideas. Maybe the mug. Or not, yeah, or the, the cup, not mug. Um, I thought about the idea. Maybe that can just be an honorable mention for me. But um, I have, that's what I have in number, number five. That's a pretty good one. I like that one. Uh, my number yeah. four is a golf club. You know, whether it's a, oh. a new putter or a wedge or something like that. But, you know, you just kind of hear what he's complaining about on the course. And you go out and get him a new one. You know, maybe it's of a you know, a different set or whatever, but just, just a thoughtful golf club. Usually like a hybrid hybrids are good gifts. 
Those usually don't come in a package. Just a golf club, yeah. something you can pull out of the bag. Yeah, Doug likes golf. I know that. So that's a, that would be a good gift for him. Oh, yeah. Um, so my number four is uh, is power tools, Ooh. any sorts of uh, power tools. Um, I don't have much to really elaborate on there, but I just know that I get, see a lot of commercials for Father's Day for like Home Depot and Menards about getting some tools and stuff. Dads so, love I know power dads, tools. Exactly, like having the power. So I'm going to do that for my number four. Uh, my number three is just alcohol in general, whether it's like a case of like craft beer from Wisconsin, like Spotted Cow or something like that, or like a aged whiskey. I mean, I think dads kind of like that stuff. Something they can kind of get their tipsy on to relieve the stress of yeah. being a dad. Yeah. Good choice. Um, my number three, kind of similar, but not really. I have cigars. Okay. Nothing like smoking a nice cigar with your dad. Um, just chilling, spoke, smoking a stogie. And uh, I think it's kind of common for older guys like dads to be seen smoking a cigar, getting that getting that buzz. So It's a classy so one. That in my number three. It's classy. Uh, yep, very classic. My number two is a hug. Simple, effective, affordable. Ooh, and they'll remember it. That one's out of left field. Yeah, that one's out of left field. Um, I have a book of any kind of my number two. Okay. All right. Um, I feel like I've gotten my dad a share hand of books over the years. Um, most of them been golf related, how to maybe books or yeah. So book pretty, pretty generic, but good father's day gift. Uh, my number one, or I'll, I'll do an honorable mention. Uh, my okay. honorable mention was actually going to be cigars. I think that's a, just a pretty solid gift. And then my actual, my other honorable mention was power tools. So. Oh, cool. Okay. On the same page there. What about you, George? So I mentioned earlier the, um, the, the cup, like the Yeti thing. Um, and I guess I'll add the, some alcohol of any type. Um, I feel like that, that I saw a lot of stuff, um, when fathers were rolling around, like commercials about booze in general, good father's day deals. Right. Um, so I'll put that one as an honorable mention, too. I'll add that there. My number one, the original man machine. Every dad's got one, and hopefully he knows how to use it. The family grill. Getting him a new grill. Oh, that's a good one. Shoot, I didn't think of that. Just a new, nice grill. Four, five, six burners. Maybe it's got a side burner. You can hang the utensils off of it. You can grill brats to perfection, steaks, hamburger. I mean, I think that's the ultimate dad gift. That's my number one. That's a really good one. I can't believe I didn't think of that. And, you know, there's nothing like seeing your dad grill. I mean, that's going to be a memory I'm going to have forever. Is my dad oh, I know. Just that's why I up some it. stuff. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so my number one, you kind of mentioned it before, is anything golf related. I feel like golf is a very big deal that kind of coincides with Father's Day. Normally, the U.S. Open is the Sunday of Father's Day. Right. So, um, I think you have to get him something golf-related. I, I mean, I can't tell you any kind of gifts I got my dad golf-related. And even him just getting himself his own gift as a father. <laughs> golf, something golf-related. Just an excuse. Um, even though it was bought a month earlier. But it's still a Father's Absolutely. Day. Absolutely. If it's plus or minus um, a month, I think you can call it either early yeah, or late Father's, Father's Day. Yeah. As yeah, long as the exactly. wife doesn't notice, um, then I think he's good. Because if he pulls it out and the wife's like, where'd you get that? You can just yeah. go, oh, Father's Day. 
yeah, like a treat yourself right. type of like gift, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So I, I had some golf related. I mean, whether it's a it's a golf club, um, golf clothing, um, I can maybe even like a golf book. I mean, I guess you may put that under. I know I said book as the last category, but you can even put that under there. So yeah, golf golf has got to be number one. I, I agree with the grill, but get up something golf related on your list like you did but right i feel like that was my number one so i had that number one um so let's move into our last category or topic as you may call it to end off our episode which is i feel like a resounding favorite amongst us is our book of the week it's a great category um i'm gonna lead off for this one um mine is a little bit of a, a fiction this week um but no to it's a it's a it's just it's a is it another it's a series book Vince series book? it is not nope uh that was kind of a trend last week yeah, that yep. I'm moving away from glad we all read those um it, yep if that's okay that's with fine. you um so it's a series was made into movies Ooh. Um, pretty good movies um some pretty famous british actors been involved in those movies do you kind of know what i'm getting at here not at all yeah but i'm guessing it's not the obvious one but just keep going i'm going with harry potter (laughs) and the sorcerer or philosopher's stone depending on what you call it i'm a sorcerer's guy what are you you know i I think i'm team philosopher just because it sounds a little bit better Sorcerer yeah. sounds low evil. Really I'm get... a good Catholic church. I don't like sorcery. Philosophers, I can mess with those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now you made me feel bad as a Catholic. Thanks. Catholic, um, yeah, Catholic really guilt get... in action right there. Yeah, I don't really get where sorcerer and then philosopher, where those derive from, like who refers to what. Like I thought at one point it was the people in um, in England or in the United Kingdom referred to it as philosopher, and then the United States somehow adapted sorcerer. But not really sure about that. Um, maybe I thought it was a question you maybe were able to answer. I, I don't have. I don't have a sure. clue. I, it's your book, man. I, it's oh. should have done your research on your book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyways, um, I chose that book. You know, it's about Wizarding World. The kid with the scar comes comes to Hogwarts and uh, tries to. Um, the many books that follow it um, talk about him trying to evade the pursuit of. Voldemort, who is a evil is wizard. Is this a popular book series, George? It kind of feels like out of left field. I'm glad you're explaining. It's pretty popular I'm series. Glad you're explaining the series to our listeners. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Yeah, pretty popular series. I just wanted to make sure you know some people haven't you heard. Said of it, they you said they made know. it into a movie. Um, it's in a movie. There's there's many movies from many. The books. Okay, um, wow, they must have done well. There's seven. There's yeah. There's like seven movies, seven or eight movies, um, one for each book, and then the last book there's two movies because there's two parks okay. um yeah so it's pretty interesting uh I, I would say the books are better but the movies are still pretty good um they use a lot of famous british actors um so yeah i that's why i chose that one it's kind of out of left field today but um like you said book of the week's our favorite and it's kind of a out of left field category so yeah so my my book fun. of the week and i'm glad we had sort of a late Father's Day theme to this one, but we have a book in our house. We break out for Father's Shit My Dad Says. And it's a book about this guy, and he writes about the funny quotes that his dad has. And it's really funny, worth a read, very light read. It's just about this entertaining dad, and the son is a very good writer, was able to record the 
you know, thoughts of his dad over the years. And he's got some great insights. So that, that's my book of the week. So who is this guy? It's just some random author. Yeah. He, uh, <clears throat> he, it's like, my dad's funny. So I'm going to make a book about right, it. Yeah. I mean, what a great concept for a book. I mean, the guy sold probably a of lot of money. Oh too. yeah. Cause I mean, everyone buys it. Huh? Interesting. He's got a Twitter Maybe feed too. To he's got on. a Twitter feed. If you want to follow him on Twitter. What's the Twitter? It's also called Shit My Dad Says. Huh. I'll have to look into that. That is interesting. Um, you made me think of it, too. I actually got my dad a, a dad um, jokes book for, for Father's Day. Ooh, witty. So I should have mentioned that book as my book of the week, but didn't think of it. Um, but that concludes our, our book of the week for the week and ultimately concludes our, our episode for tonight. So with that, um, I want to thank Sam for being able to join us tonight. Um, I'll say a special thanks for, to Graham, who was not able to be with us tonight, had something other to Gardening do, or uh, something. I don't really know. Yeah. yeah, probably. At this late hour, that's a pretty good time to garden. Um, our sponsors, uh, Sam, you want to remind us of our sponsor? It's the only Mexican restaurant in Cannon Falls. You can't miss it. Okay. Well, um, and we're hoping, too, to um, – give you guys next week a show or a little recap on potentially a cannon falls baseball game that we'll be doing and uh give you some feedback on how that went for us and any experiences that came along with it we're, we're getting pretty excited for it sam i think guys I speak well if they let us. us i mean yeah i mean uh, if they have a local guy you know maybe they'd be okay with us filling in for a game and if we do horrible yeah we don't live there so we'll just go home yeah we'll go home it's 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 not a long drive at no, all it's, it's, it's 25 i mean it, it's it's a nice yeah. drive not not bad at all. Um, also, if you guys want to give us a follow on our, our Twitter after dark at after dark GG, um, it'd be terrific. And um, with that, again, thanks to everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week.